the future what did you just say i am so congested oh why i keep getting allergies i get winter allergies and it doesn't make any sense because it seems like allergies are a spring thing are you sure it's just allergies and you're not like infected with something do you have do you have like a cold or some kind of thing no like i don't that? have a cold at all because it only <clears throat> happens in the morning and then I'm fine the rest of the day. It's just you, like in the morning I sneeze about like 15, 20 times and my eyes itch. Are you going to get me sick? No, it's allergies. No, I talked to my dad about it. It's allergies. Mm, I'm not so sure about this. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, a, a medical doctor <coughs> who says it's allergies and you thinking that it might not be. I think I'm going to pick the doctor. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. So this is your actual dad saying this, not you yes. coming up with your own logic this on this. This is not my own logic. This is because I was a asking professional it. medical opinion, this not a, a Sarah medical opinion. Yes, this is a professional medical period. Okay, all right. So people actually do get... But it seems weird. Doesn't it seem that people should not have allergies during the winter? I don't know. I mean, I think you can get allergies whenever... Well, I mean, you you can, obviously, but it just always seems like a spring thing, you know, like when everything starts blooming. Like, it doesn't seem like when it's, you know, gray and rainy and depressing that you well, should have allergies. Well, yeah, but there's different things in the air. You have to remember, though, too, I'm a kid who grew up with allergies. So there's always oh, something to yes. be allergic to. I'm one of those kids. You're the sickly kind. I'm not sickly. I'm not like, I wasn't like in the hospital or stuff like that. I just had allergies. Would you consider yourself sickly right now? No, I'm saying you Are you a sickly person? You had asthma and allergies. Sickly and... makes me think of something far worse, though, than just having allergies. Just, just having like a runny nose. This little curly haired boy walking around, like so much smaller than everybody else, with big eyes, like. Oh, I Sick. wish I could play sports like everybody else. That's that was not at all how it was. Sickly makes it sound like I had polio or something. No, I mean I I just had I had some allergies. I was allergic to. Uh, oh, oops! I just realized. A, yeah. A little behind the scenes there. Had to fix something. Um, no, I had. You know, I was allergic to grass. I was allergic to air pollen. I was allergic to dust. Allergic to dust mite, which lives on dust. Um, can't remember the other things I was allergic to. I was allergic to quite a few things. Had asthma, had to take the pills, did all that stuff. The, uh, dirty pills that I had to take every day. The dirty pills? Well, they were, they were like the pills with the little beads in them. You know what I'm talking about? Like the clear pills. capsules? Like a capsule, yeah, with, with, uh, yeah, capsules with the little beads inside. They still make those. Okay, well, I've, I haven't like had it, to take any for a long time. No, I, don't I mean, know. like, even, like, for Tylenol or, like, for allergy medicine stuff, they have the little balls inside of them. Sometimes. Oh, I've never tried. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't taken any of that stuff since I was a kid. Yeah. I was, if I do have to take allergy stuff, I just take, like, Benadryl or something like that, which is just an... Well, so, what, that would be called a pill? or And then a capsule is the one with the little beads. Yeah, capsules when, like, you know, because it's encapsulated in the, in the... Right. You know, in the pill. Sure. Okay, well, yeah, that's what I had to take. Mm-hmm. I had to take those ones, and then I would have to, uh, like... Open it up and and my mom would hide it in my uh, my applesauce or oatmeal <laughs> because the pills You're were kind so of like gross. A dog that won't take its pills. No, like, I would take my pill. I would take my pill, but they were mom. so gross. They were big and they were they were hard to uh, get down. And so I uh, it was a lot easier just to bury it in that, and that way I didn't have to taste it, and I could still get the medicine in. <laughs> Rick just wrote dirty pills. <laughs> okay, dirty pills. I mean. Perhaps dirty was the wrong adjective to describe. Uh, I'm not sure what he's admitting to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I was, you know, damn allergies. They suck. They do I'm suck. telling you. But it is not surprising that you can get allergies any time of year. Yes. Yeah. So, wow, you have, Sarah literally has a probably 
four foot long yes. roll of toilet paper, like unrolled, that's just piled up on the desk. And she's like wiping her nose on one end and then just kind of throwing that end down. Just It's like a big long a line of toilet paper. I'm gross. It's not broken up at all. It's just one big long four foot I'm going to get the antiseptic of toilet paper. too. Just so, the antiseptic. Know. Why? See, this is what makes me worry. No, no. I'm just saying to clean my hands because regardless <sighs> if I'm sick or not, like I'm blowing my nose and that's, you know. That's really gross. Thank you. It is really gross. So, but if you need to get antiseptic, then basically well, you're saying that you're going you to like infect us. My hands. I'm not going to infect you. You're infecting the room with whatever it is that's not, going on. You can't on. infect the room with allergies. How do you... Okay, your dad said it was allergies. Yes. I'm going I'm to believe that. Yes. It's fine because it's not a cold. But that was on Friday or because whatever you were up there. I don't have a head cold. I don't have a cough. I don't have you know anything else. I don't have any symptoms of a cold. It's just right when I wake up in the morning, particularly at the ungodly hour of 8.30 a.m., <laughs> that's when <laughs> you got up at eight thirty. Oh wow, wow! Actually, by the way, actually, I woke up at eight. By the way, I woke when, up at eight. I will say something. When you post that stuff on our Facebook page, you realize that speaks for both of us. When you start complaining that it's nine thirty, oh my on our god, it's so early. I get that's that is only that's that's a one side. That's a one sided thing. I'll just say that. That is not a one side. Oh, I'm sorry. You enjoy springing out of bed. Uh, I don't. I don't mind getting up early though. I don't mind getting up early. Well, I'm just saying I, I don't. I don't mind getting up early. Well, I do. So there you go. <laughs> uh, if you are listening to Fun Employment Radio, you can now go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and uh, join us in the chat or on Skype where our handle is Fun Employment Radio. You can also give us a call at 503-928-7995 and, uh, and join in here with Fun Employment Radio. So anyway, Sarah is... Allergy-ridden. Full of a little bit of allergies. It is. It's Yeah, but I am not going to let that stop my quest from staying in shape this winter. I have decided what I'm going to um, – you know how I have to have a theme, you know, like it's bullet. Yeah, you need to have a theme for everything, which is, which is odd. It is it because was, it helps me keep uh, it helps me keep on track. But why does? Like, but I need to have like a let's, good Let's talk about the, your previous themes that you've had. You've had tutu winter. Tutu winter. Which, uh, if, please explain to anyone who doesn't know what what exactly that uh, that entails. Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. It is. I wore tutus that, during the winter. That that's not exactly what everybody would would necessarily think it is. Um, what would people think tutu means? Well, but tutu winter usually isn't something that you would equate. Oh, it's just somebody wearing tutus all winter. What a bolo that summer was normal. me wearing a bolo tie. Well, yes, in your mind. Again, this is Sarah logic, though. I don't think anybody else would instantly hear the words tutu winter and think, oh, that's just someone who wore a tutu every day all winter long. <laughs> Poe just asked us that word. She dressed like Desmond Tutu all winter long. <laughs> I knew who Desmond Tutu was. It's Desmond Tutu. <laughs> oh, we'll skip that one. Okay. Um... So yes, so so you've had tutu winter. You had bolo tie summer. Bolo summer. Bolo summer. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that the shortened version, or mm-hmm. is there? That's it's the only version. Bolo tie was too much. Yes. Okay. All right. But I think I'm either going to go with um, smart winter or fit winter. S- smart winter. Because I'm going to be wearing my glasses. Smart therefore, winter. People, therefore, people are going to be um, assuming that I am um, more intelligent than I am. <laughs> and you're going to trick them by calling it smart winter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, you're right. Maybe I should call it stupid winter. And then when they see how smart I am, they'll be like, oh, she got us. I'm not even sure how to follow that logic that you just uh, you just laid down there. 
It makes a lot of sense. It does? Okay. So smart winter. Now, it's going to be smart winter because you're wearing glasses and you will appear more intelligent. How about wise winter? Why? Wise winter? Are you going to be, uh, you know, uh, giving, dishing out some philosophical yeah. advice all winter long? I'll be handing out dirty pills of logic. I don't understand anything you're saying today. So, okay, so it might possibly be wise winter. Yeah, Shockwave says that makes you sound old. It does. It makes you sound like you're going you're gonna to be giving some philosophical stuff. Well, I mean, you are 31 well, years old. Might- yeah, 32. Yeah, 32. Yep. You're 32. 32 and 35, respectively, yes. All right, you graduated yeah. high school So you are years 34 years old. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, I guess How you do have a lot I, of logic. I guess I'm you do have a lot of logic to uh, to give out to people. Uh, this was on our Skype. Okay. Uh, was the chat not working for you? I am. Yeah, it's not working. Okay, I will, I I will log out. And okay. You can, you can log in. Thank you. Um, but, uh, yes, so... <laughs> So wise winter. Two two winters, frozen privates winter. <laughs> Ew. Ew. I did get new sweater. Privates is a privates is a word I privates don't enjoy. Is word. I don't like I don't, I don't like, like the word privates. I like I like genitals less than Oh, privates. yeah. Well, yeah, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? That's yeah, no, don't use the word. This is a genital free show. We don't use that word on this show. It's a genital-free show. Yeah, it really is. That that's just a word that's not used. That word is banned from. <laughs> Genitals is like the worst word. It, uh, yeah. It sounds like nobules. <sighs> these aren't these aren't things that we need to be discussing on this show. Yeah, well, I don't know. I need. Um... Oh, <laughs> listener Ryan says, remember to be wiser, you must gain weight. Because remember, that's what that uh, you're posting true. was the, the women don't get uh, overweight. They just, what does it have so much wisdom that it oozes over into their body or something? It's something along those lines, right? Well, see, that's, that's extra weight just means extra you're wisdom. Right, because this is contradictory for me. Because also my other promise I made to myself is I'm going to keep going. I am not going to be... Um, Putting on weight this winter. I am going to do everything in my power to eat well and go to the gym. And I'm going to look good in my Christmas pictures this year and not like the ones that I want to hide because my face looks totally round. <laughs> Wait, so, so I'm sorry. I, what does that have to do with wise winter? Well, I mean, that's also a subset. Like, it's, it's you know, I want it to be um, healthy wise winter. This doesn't sound like you have this winter very thought out at all. Out. I just don't know the nickname yet. Well, but your your other ones were so concise, and so you know, two two winter. <laughs> You're the only That's person on concise. earth who has ever had two two winter. Um, also, uh, yeah, your bolo summer. By the way, bolo I think needs to be specified with bolo tie. There are other definitions. Like bolo doesn't necessarily mean mean tie right off the bat. I don't know. I like bolo. Bolo means other things, though. What does it mean? Well, I can tell you. Are you um, looking it up? I did. I thought you didn't believe dictionary.com. This isn't dictionary.com. This is another site. Oh, what's the site? Uh, you don't even worry about that. Oh, no. A I, bolo need to, bat. I need to find out the credibility of the site. This is from Wikipedia. Oh, that <clears> one. Well, why don't I go in and change the definition of bolo right now? No, I am not saying that that is possible, but I'm saying, okay, just Google the word bolo. B-O-L-O. 
you see what else what else comes up. I don't think that's very. I don't think that was descriptive enough. It's my only criticism that I'm offering for your bolo summer. I think you need to be more descriptive than just bolo. Makes you think of Ebola. That's all I'm thinking about. That. That's your problem. If you equate bolo with Ebola, I don't think if you just said bolo to somebody random on the street, they'd think, "Oh, bolo ties." I think so. No. I don't know. I think they would think bolo Incorrect. Like, like before Ebola. Ebola summer. That's oh, okay. But we won't even go down that road. Um, all right. Well, anyway, bolo summer. But now it's healthy wise winter. Yes. When you make it hot pockets. I mean, what's healthy wise winter? Yes. Like last night, I had um, a really healthy meal of chicken and vegetables and a little bread with pesto. Okay. And some water. And water. All right, did you actually drink water last night? I did drink water. Are you sure you didn't drink wine? I did not have a single alcoholic anything yesterday. Wow. Yeah. All right. Don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. That's good. I don't I'm not asking for you to be impressed. I'm saying I drank water. That's what Bolo was from. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, Keelan, for reminding me of this. Bolo was the name of the guy in Bloodsport. So that's why I can't call it Bolo Summer? Yeah. So that's even more bitchin'. Well, yeah, but have you ever seen Have you ever seen Bolo? No. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen Bloodsport? No. Who's okay. in Bloodsport? Bolo Young. Okay, what is Bloodsport? Who is it? You don't know what Bloodsport is? No. Really? It sounds like some Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. That's exactly what it is. Okay. It is a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. It's the greatest Jean-Claude Van Damme movie of all time. Oh, but who could pick the best one? Well, there's a couple. There's a couple that are good. Bloodsport is good. Time Cop. I actually like Time Cop. I think Time Cop's a... Time Cop's... <laughs> time Cop is a pretty good movie. I'm reading something else as I'm doing this. Oh my god! Can we just state for the record that Greg Nibbler just said "time cocks"? Time cop. Why are you? No, don't give me the like. Move on. Time cop is a is a good movie. I need to see time cop. Um, yes, time cop is good. There are some other good Jean Claude Van Damme movies, though. I'm saying. I don't know if I've seen any Jean Claude Van Damme movies. You haven't seen any ever. I feel like I've seen him in something. Yeah, because I know that he was like, yeah, like, you know, fighting the bad guys in Dreamy and something that I've seen, but I can't remember what it is. What you doing over there? T- fighting the bad guys in Dream in what? No, I'm saying I remember seeing him in something. I just have no idea what it is. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, that's that's what I would think with Bolo. So healthy, wise winter. Yes. I sound like an owl. Yeah, it's not too far, not too far off. <laughs> yes, I am seeing all of these chat things coming through. I don't think I will listen back to that. That is, I don't think that's exactly what it said. I think this is Sarah making up things. Oh yeah. Well, you guys heard it live. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Okay, so Can you'll I be dispensing. You... You'll be dispensing knowledge. Knowledge, yes. Um, oh, did I tell you what I did last night? Uh, no, you did not. 
I went and saw The Muppets. The Muppet movie? The Muppet movie. Really? Uh Uh-huh. How was it? It was amazing. Yeah? It was so good. I was... I was very, very happy, and even a little, even a little misty-eyed at times. Okay, it makes me. So you're saying it was good because I know it everybody keeps saying that it's good, yeah. but it makes me a little bit nervous because then I see movies like what they did with the Chipmunks and what they did with the Smurfs and all that crap, and I was afraid that they were going to maybe do that to the Muppets. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like completely ruin no, it. No, no, and that was like. And like, turn everything into a Beyonce joke where they all have to dance to uh, all the single ladies at some point. Oh, my God. Please tell me they didn't play all the single ladies during. No, they didn't. No, not even close. It was all Muppets. It was just Muppets. No CGI. I mean, I know um, I actually – did I talk about this on the show yesterday about how I um, was driving to Bremerton and was listening to a little fresh air? You did mention NPR. that you listened to that you listened to French on fresh accident. Air. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was I was hearing uh, Jason Siegel talking about um, the Muppets and how they only use they did use a little bit of CGI, but it was only for um, like particular scenes. And after seeing the show or the movie, I can see what scenes they used it in. It's very brief, and it's just for like one almost like kind of animatedy sort of portion in the movie, and then the rest of it's all just you know. Basic Muppet puppets and everything, and it was it was crazy because at one point you're watching it, and I was listening to him talk about this where um, he's in a car with um, he plays the character Gary, then his girlfriend's name is Mary, and then they're with their um, with Gary's little brother Walter, and at one point it's them the three of them in a car with twelve different Muppets, and I was listening to this thing on NPR where all of the <coughs> like puppeteers were at, were literally in the car with all of the Muppets. And so they were, like, sitting there puppeteering and everything, like, jammed inside of the car. So there were, like, literally, like, 15 people all in one, like, Oldsmobile. Wow. Yeah. In there, like, yeah, doing all the puppets. Because each of them has an individual puppeteer. Like, there's no way to half-ass it. Okay. That's pretty impressive. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Good. So they didn't screw it up. No. No, no, no. Not at all. It made, did make me a little misty. Really? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of want to see it now. Mm-hmm. All right. I, di- I used to love the Muppets so much. I know we've talked a lot about the Muppets, but hey, the Muppets are everywhere right now. And uh, all right. Maybe I'll go see it tonight. I might go see it. You should. Yeah. I think I, I, think I may have to go see it finally. I just, I, that was the only thing that I was nervous about, despite everybody saying how good it is, is just so many of our childhood things have been destroyed as of late. So many childhood things, especially from the 80s. Oh, yeah. I'm just waiting for Jem to come out with Miley Cyrus. But now Miley Cyrus is getting a little too old. Uh, Miley Cyrus is becoming a uh, pothead, apparently. I saw that. Yeah. Isn't that what she's claiming that she is now, or or that people are claiming she is? That's what someone had joked about at her party, and all of her friends were like, no, no, she's not, but she probably is. I don't know. Who cares? I don't care. Isn't she a little bit beyond being... I she was still, like... I, I thought she wasn't famous anymore. Isn't isn't Miley Cyrus just a little bit beyond, though, being, like, a childhood icon? Is that... What, what was her show? Um... Lizzie McGuire? No, that's Hilary Duff. I know that one, because that was... Oh. Like, when I was younger. I don't know. Whatever the hell it is. Hannah um, Montana. Hannah Montana. Yeah. Yep. Wendy Wyoming or whatever the fuck it was. But yeah, so Hannah Montana, That is that still on anymore? You're Did you ever watch wrong. that? No. Did you watch Lizzie McGuire? Um, I would see that every once in a while because um, I used to watch Even Stevens when I was in college. And that was on like right around the same time as Even Stevens. Like it would be on before or after it. What's Even Stevens? Even Stevens was uh, before Shia LaBeouf was... Um, Famous before he did all the Transformers movies and all that stuff and the Indiana Jones movies. Okay. He, um, yeah, it's just like a kooky family named the Stevens, and it was just like, I don't know, he's like 
you know, the troublemaking kid in it. It was a really funny show. I I would watch it a lot of time with my um, friends in, in school. But, um, yeah, and then he went off, and now he's apparently a giant douche <laughs> doing all the Transformer movies. Shia LaBeouf, yeah. 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 It, Didn't he, he got... Uh, he's had, like, DUIs and arrested for, like, yeah. fighting. And... Yeah, all that stuff. All right. So Hannah Montana is a pothead now. <laughs> How old so, is she? Someone just heard, I know a guy around the same age as me, 27, who was a big fan of Hannah Montana. It was unsettling. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird, because she was underage during all that, right? Mm-hmm. She's of age now, isn't she? I think she's 17. No, she's got to be older than that, isn't she? I'm pretty sure she just turned 17. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, Either 17 or... No, she just turned 19. 19? She's 19. Okay. She's of, uh, she was born November 23rd, 1992. 1992. Okay, I guess... Come okay. on, it's Healthy Wise Winter. Doesn't include math. Healthy Wise Winter. It's amazing how many people are writing, Miley Cyrus is 19, Miley Cyrus is 19. So many people know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like everybody knew how old the, uh, the twins were when they turned. turned uh, yes, Ryan says, so it's stupid winter because you'll be losing weight, therefore losing wisdom. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> so you are planning on losing weight during the, during the sure. winter? Sure. Okay. Well, here's hoping. Everyone plans to lose weight. Let's see if it happens. Well, there we go. Well, you just got to, are you going to, have you been going to the gym? I've been going every day. Excellent. Yes. Well, that's good. Uh, Foible says she's legal. All right, Foible. So <laughs> we'll go ahead and mark that account. We'll take down your uh, IP address. Um, but I do know tonight <clears throat> that I am eating pizza, which I'm kind of excited about. You're eating pizza tonight? I already know because I'm going to my friend's mom's house and we're going to hang out and um, watch <clears throat> a couple movies and order some Papa Murphy's. Well, that sounds just like a like a crazy night. Crazy town. Look at you. You're going to movies and you're not. I wore my glasses. Didn't drink wine. I wore my glasses at the movie. This and is I could a new see Sarah. Everything. This is a new Sarah. I'm kind of I'm kind of intrigued here. Yeah. So you're wearing glasses. You're going to movies. You didn't drink wine, and now you're going to go uh, eat pizza with someone's mom. Well, and we'll be drinking wine there, though. Okay. Yeah. We'll no, it's not. Wine. It's not an old new Sarah. Come on. Okay. Come on. But it's definitely a wise one with your glasses. Yes. All right. Why do you think people buy? Why do you think there's such a huge market for fake glasses? You can trick people into thinking you're smart. Is there a huge market for fake glasses? Oh yeah, I had some when I was younger. Why? Why would you wear glasses if you didn't need to? I have glasses that I just don't wear very often. But uh, why would you fake wearing glasses? I don't know. I was 19. Why did you do what you did when you were 19? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I didn't buy fake glasses. Well, what do they just have? Like <laughs> they're just like rims? No, no. They had like like just fake glass in them. Like Isn't that kind of rude to people who actually do need glasses? No, because obviously you're wearing them because you th- you like the way they look. So it should be flattering to people who have to wear glasses. I don't know. That doesn't seem like it's a. That doesn't seem like a very <laughs> nice thing to do. That's like someone pretending to be bald. That's like that's like in Larry David in on a Curb Your Enthusiasm when he complains about people who shave their heads bald. Because really, you know, they have a full head of hair. They're not. They're not actually bald. They're just shaving their head. There's a difference. There's a difference. You know what? I'm not like doing some huge. Well, I'm, I'm not even defending this now. Now I need real glasses. I'm so just that's saying. What my, that's what my. I'm just saying. Maybe. Uh, Can I tell you something about, karma came about back. glasses? What? They work. Things are so much clearer. Marky Britt crazy. says, "Doesn't wearing glasses give off the impression you can't see very well?" <laughs> God damn you, Mark. <laughs> 
That's true. It's just like my brain is uh, is thinking so hard that it's straining me eyeballs. <laughs> wow. By the way, glasses. I just wonder how this whole jumbled glasses up mess work. in there. Like, in other is... news, water is wet. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how this Things jumbled so... up logic in your head actually works. It's just amazing. You how know, it's I can, put like, together. I can see, like, you know, I look at trees, and instead of just seeing the blob of the tree, I see, like, individual leaves. <laughs> All right, Eric's just being mean now. Eric, uh, Eric in Chicago? Yes. Okay. I saw Foible says, when they turn, Greg makes the Olsen twins sound like old dairy products. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, possibly. Eric, asshole. Can we just call him asshole Eric from now and say, if you have to wear glasses to trick people into thinking you're smarter than you actually are, then you might want to rethink your education choices. Brem, Bremerton. Um, hey. <laughs> I extended my education to a communications degree, but <laughs> Well, you are wearing your glasses, though. Well, you're not wearing them today. I'm not. I don't want my eyes to get too used to them because I'm not going to be able to wear them every day. Why wouldn't you be able to wear them every day? What would be preventing you from wearing them every day? Rain. Rain would prevent you from I wearing wanna, them? I don't want to walk around with like, rain speckles on my on my CN, CN holes. <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you are just a whole new Sarah. You do send your whole lexicon is just entirely different. It's, I told you. It's, can we call it genius winter, actually? Your seeing holes? <laughs> my sea you don't holes. want to get any rain on your seeing holes. <laughs> my seeing holes need to be peeping <laughs> Not with some water spots. <laughs> is that why you want glasses so you can peep better? No, I'm not walking around with your creepy mirrored glasses. Your peeping. I don't wear. Well, yeah, I do have some mirrored glasses, but I lost them. <laughs> People don't understand my logic with my eyes getting used to the glasses. I'm just saying, like, I'd like yeah, to. But please explain. To, please explain your like logic. I'd like to be able to see with them and without them. That is my logic. How bad are your eyes? How 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 bad are your eyes? I don't know. It's been a while, you know, since I've had that pesky insurance stuff. So I had my eyes tested a couple of years ago, but um, I know my left. <laughs> what? I'm no. I'm just. I'm just listening. Please continue. Well, I know my left eye has a um, astigmatism. Is that what it's called? Okay. Yeah, my left eye has one. Where I, I learned that it's when your eye isn't perfectly round, it's when it's more shaped like an egg. <laughs> Once again, is this Sarah logic or is this actual logic? What do you mean your eye is shaped like an egg? It is. It's shaped like an egg. Does it's if anyone out there can fully please explain what astigmatism is or what what's going on here with uh, with with Sarah's uh, thoughts on eyes, please um, please give us a call five zero three nine two eight seven nine nine five and uh, perhaps someone can actually explain this. But so your eye is shaped like an egg <laughs> instead of being what perfectly round. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Okay. And that's both of your eyes are like this. No, just one. Just one. Just and so you don't eye. want to get used to your eyes wearing glasses? Yes, I mean because then I'm going to have to wear them every day. So if I just wear them sporadically, then, you know, then I'll be able to live a life with glasses and without glasses and be happy and more fulfilled for it. You think that that's that's how that's going to work out? I'm just making them stronger. 
It's like when you know what? when one of your eyes when you have like a crossed eye and then you wear an eye patch on the other eye to try to strengthen the other one. That's what I'm doing. I'm just making my eyes stronger. Your logic makes my head hurt sometimes. Really does because because for some reason I actually try to see if any of it can make sense, and it it doesn't. It doesn't. Mark the Brit just called you a nutcase. Well, I will just say glasses, $20, college, $16,000. Wow. All right. I'm just sorry that, you know, that I'm going to have the strongest eyes in all the land. You're just training them. That's all you're doing. I'm just training them. It's practice. You got to train your eyes just like your body. Do you know why, um, and this isn't a Sarahism, by the way, this is actually something that's true. Do you know why pirates wear eye patches? Why is that? Do you know? No, I mean, it's not a joke. Why? Okay, because when they used to go down below, down below deck. What do you mean? <laughs> and deck, when they're on their, when they're on their fucking pirate ships. Uh-huh. When they used to go below deck, there weren't any lights to be used, you know, to see down there. And so what they'd do is they would wear an eye patch on one eye upstairs so they could flip the eye patch to the other eye and have it already used to the darkness when they go down there so their eyes could adjust quicker. Is, Is that, that not true? interesting? That's true. How do you know that's true? Because a pirate told me. What? You mean one of the PD- PDXCR pirates? Uh, those are the only pirates we know. Okay. Voible just wrote, I like Sarah's world. I just wish, wish we could all live there. It makes sense if you think about that. Keelan says, wearing your glasses intermittently is not a gym membership for your eyes. This is, in fact, true. That's a fact. You can't, I don't believe you can train your eyes to get better. Why can't you? Mind over matter. (laughs) This isn't a mind over matter issue. Maybe I should start wearing an eye patch over my egg eye. (laughs) (laughs) Over your random egg eye? Your egg-shaped eye? Can I see the difference? Look, look at me. I want to see if your tell. eyes look different. It's from the inside. Oh, yeah. You cannot stop it. There is one that's a little more cylindrical. <laughs> you do have a wonky eye. One of them has a... I do not have a wonky eye. You have a fucking wonky <laughs> eye. Well, that's a good comeback. Hey, guy. Uh, I'm just saying. No, you don't. You don't. I can't see your, your misshapen eye. I can't tell. It can't tell from here. This is the only one that glimmers because it's the only round-shaped one. <laughs> hey, are you signed in from two different locations because it says we're in for three? No. No, I'm not. No, I'm not signed in from three different locations. We keep getting that. Is somebody else signed into our and we'll, we'll have to see. Well, I signed out again. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. Just to let everybody know, too, behind the scenes, we are working on some other things for uh, for the – for the chat stuff. So for right now, though, we're still going to be using it just as it is. But there are some other... But eventually we're going to have a chat that works. Well, yeah. It's, like... it's, a, it's a trial and error. Trial and error type of thing. And we appreciate everyone, though, who is listening along live with us because it's so much fun uh, talking to you guys. And if, um, if you're listening via the podcast right now, in uh, post-haste, you can also subscribe to Fun Employment Radio by going to our website and then clicking on the subscribe link. Sarah is laughing about something that someone has just said, and now I can no longer see. What what just happened? You don't want to know. It's the thing that you don't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to do with, have to do with the time cops? <laughs> uh, 
By the way, if you have any audio of Sarah that you would like to be included into her um, her ringtone that she is going to be getting, which don't forget you will be getting a ringtone, please send in those bits of audio to funemploymentradio at gmail.com. I will take requests. <laughs> I will take requests post-haste. Someone's right. They're like you're using post haste in the wrong context. You are, and you would know. Yes. You would know. I forgot. It is healthy, wise winter with your egg shaped eye, <laughs> Sarah. Sarah clearly is one to uh, <laughs> to give me the uh, the correct definition. It's all right. Somebody has to. <laughs> all right. Should we take uh, just a quick break? And come back because we do have a we do have a very big announcement to make on FunEmploymentRadio.com. Yes, we do. A very big one, which I am really, really excited about. And uh, we're going to be just really excited, really, really, really excited. Really. Seriously, it's it's one of the fucking coolest things that one of the coolest things ever. We'll just leave it at that. We'll talk about it here, though, in uh, just a minute. So we're going to take a break. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash live to chat. Give us a call, 503-928-7995. We'll be back in a couple moments with more Fun Employment Radio. Hi, you're listening to... Oh, my. I'm sorry. I just got distracted for a second by your stunning eyes. You're listening to funemploymentradio.com. Eric in Chicago does not want to be known as Asshole Eric. No, and I told him that he's not. Okay. That was a joke. That was a joke from Sarah. I believe Eric in Chicago, yes, no, he, he is not an asshole. No, he is definitely not. He is not. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash live if you would like to chat with us. Or, oops, I just spilled coffee all over my pants. What are you doing over there? I spilled coffee on myself. Okay, then. Don't give me that scorning look. What are you doing over there? What are you doing over there? Because I spilled a little bit of coffee. What What are you doing over there? How far are you through your uh, string of toilet paper? Your four-foot roll of un, unwound toilet paper that's sitting on the table. That is so gross. <laughs> Seriously, you're just piling up your used toilet paper onto the, I'm not, I'm onto the table. You're throwing it away I'm, now, now that I pointed it out. Well, I am sorry. You know, I'd rather blow my nose and get it over with than be sniffling in everybody's ears. I'm sure that they appreciate that as well. Well, that's not the issue, though. That wasn't what I was – I was talking about why it needs to be piled up onto the table where – well, I guess I'm not on that end of the table. But I'm just saying – Yeah, this this has nothing to do with with your table. That's your half. This is my half. My half can have (laughs) tissues. Your half can be infected. My half – my half won't be. Yes. So anybody who does join us here in the studio, just know that Sarah's half of the table is a little bit, might possibly be, has used toilet paper, used tissues, sitting on it right now. Sarah seems angry. I'm giving you my mom's, You're giving don't me the, push it look. <laughs> don't you push it. <laughs> I was too transfixed by your egg eye. Um, oh. So we do. We we did say though, we do have an announcement to make. Do we want to make it now or wait for a little while? Uh, maybe we should wait a little while. Okay, let's wait a little bit, then we'll make uh, we'll make the big announcement that we wanted to do, which is very 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 exciting. It is very exciting. I can't believe it's all like, yeah. I just I can't believe it's something. Yeah, yeah, been wanting to uh, wanting to 
be able to discuss for a long time. And now that now we finally can. So we'll we will uh, discuss this here in just a little bit. But anyway, moving on. Uh, should we do a little bit of uh, a little bit of ball talk, maybe? And uh, Keelan says, "Ah, uh, push it." Push it real good. I think so. Time cop. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's talk balls. Balls. Oh my god, you're so loud today. Balls. <laughs> Someone just said time cock talk. <laughs> Oopsie days. Just gotta embrace it. That's pretty genius, though. There has to. There should be. If there isn't, there should be. I'm sure there is. Why don't you Google it? Okay. So it'll be on my memory. My exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a bit of a potpourri of balls. Potpourri of balls today. A um, couple different things going on. One, I do have to bring this up, and this is never a happy occasion when you have to talk about something like this, when you have to talk about relationships ending. But Lindsey Vaughn, who was the... Uh, the three-time World Cup overall champion. She was the, on the U.S. ski team in the Olympics. Uh, skier, slalom skier. She is getting divorced. She was also the one that was in the Sports Illustrated uh, issue, the oh. Women of the Winter Olympics. I'm saying she's... Your special friend. She's a very attractive uh, young lady. Very, very attractive. She is getting divorced. She is now going to be single on the market. There you go. You're single, ready to mingle. Just don't let her hear the show. <laughs> I'm just not, no. I'm being very complimentary. I'm saying she's a very, very talented young lady. Very, uh, you can tell she puts a lot of effort into training for her sport, and she's reaped the benefits of said uh, said training. Yeah, I think she's fucking hot, and now she's single. Uh, so Lindsey Vaughn getting wow. divorced. Sorry to hear it, but uh, you know things happen. You move on. Uh, moving on in ball talk. <clears throat> Here's something that you may be interested in for your uh, winter training. And it has to do with a new study that came out by the uh, Canadian, Canadian Medical Association. So take it with a grain of salt. But uh, it has to do with the benefits of cigarette smoking for endurance runners. All right. So. Uh, <clears throat> I wonder we did so good at Hood to Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so what it is saying is that. Uh, they, they did a study on this about what smoking does for the body and versus what uh, you need to be a good distance runner. So I'm just going to read what, what uh, this person's arguments are. Uh, serum hemoglobin is related to endurance running performance. Smoking is known to enhance serum hemoglobin levels. Well, hot and alcohol may further enhance this beneficial adaptation. Again, this is a Canadian medical uh, what are you saying about Canadians? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, but, you know, this is the Canadian Medical Association uh, report. So they're saying basically smoking a lot and drinking can help you run, run very far. Uh, lung volume also correlates with running performance and training increases lung volume. Also, smoking increases lung volume. Running is a weight-bearing sport, and therefore lighter-distance runners are typically faster runners, reading directly from the report here. Smoking is associated with reduced body weight, 
especially in individuals with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Uh, So basically they're saying smoking helps you lose weight, increase your lung capacity, and raises your serum hemoglobin levels so that you can run further. They're just saying that this is a possible correlation, saying that smoking could be be somehow related to this. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. So there you go. Take that as a factor into your training. Take it in. All right. Moving on in ball talk. Oops, somebody didn't turn off their phone. We're going live. Hi, everybody. Okay, uh, moving on in ball talk. This has to do with Ndamukong Su. Ndamukong Su. Ndamukong Su. Ndamukong Su. You know who he is? No, but I love his name. Okay, well, he is a uh, defensive tackle that plays for the Detroit Lions, but he's also from Portland, Oregon. He went to Cleveland High School. And uh, he's one of the best players in the NFL on the defensive line. He's pretty pretty dominant in it. He's been in, I think this is his second year in the league, and a very, very dominant player, but also prone to having a very, very bad temper. And uh, he kind of takes it out on the field. He's said some really bad things on the field to uh, opposing teams. He's also shown some very, uh, yeah, basically had little temper tantrums. And this happened uh, over, uh, on Thursday when they were playing the Packers. He ended up <clears throat> knocking down one of the other, I believe it was a lineman that he knocked down, um, and then got up, stomped on the guy's arm, and then walked off. Stomping on a guy's arm when he's laying down on the ground is oh, not a good thing to do. that is not a good thing. Not a good thing to do. And uh, he later tried to claim that he was just uh, trying, to get his, um, trying to get his balance. He was not trying to get his balance. It's really wow, clear. It's all caught. It was all caught on, uh, on camera where he did this thing. He also jammed, his, um, jammed the, this guy's head into the ground three times before doing that. Wow. So... He was clearly caught on camera. He's been warned many times about these different things. Um, he's already been fined more than $42,000 for three personal fouls just this season alone. That's a lot. Jeez. That's a lot. And now that he's gone to his fourth personal foul, instead of just fining him, it just came out today, they're suspending him for two games, which is a huge deal, mm-hmm. especially as the season's starting to wind down. Detroit Lions are trying to make it into the playoffs for the first time in forever. And, um, and we're actually doing pretty good. But now this guy... Just decided to screw that up. Whoa, so he has been announced today, banned for two games. There we go. Damakang Su. Damakang Su. Bit of a temper tantrum. Bit of a temper tantrum. Uh, let's see. Moving on in ball talk, we do have a, we have a couple more stories. It's a potpourri of balls. Take what comes with the day. It's a bit of a potpourri. Have you ever heard of the band Elbow? <laughs> Absolutely <clears throat> not. <laughs> Neither have I. Neither have I. I'm guessing maybe Mark the Brit would know who this uh, band is because this band is has been selected by the London 2012 Olympic Games to record the BBC soundtrack for it. So apparently they're going to be making like the theme songs for the London 2012 Olympics. This band named Elbow. I have never heard of this band. They are a, apparently a Mercury Music Prize winning band. Is that a, is that a British prize? Elbow composes. I don't know. Is that what that is? I'm showing my American ignorance. No, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I really don't know either. I'm not sure what that is. I, and you would think, I mean, being the London 2012 Olympics, you know, maybe they would get like... 
Like U2 or something? U2 or, uh, well, I mean, I guess since they're Irish, maybe they wouldn't want to do that, but, uh, or, I mean, shit, Muse or something like that. Muse, Muse, I would think would be a good one. I would think that would be a good band, but I don't know. Elbow. Elbow, whoever it is. Um, Elbow. Elbow. So once again, maybe maybe we can have uh, some of our British listeners can explain exactly why it is that someone would want Elbow to be composing this song. Oh, speaking of British listeners. Oh, wait. No, we'll just wait on that. Oh, did you have something that you were going to share? But No, no, no. We'll just, we'll just wait a little bit. All right. All right. Well, we also have some. We also have something else. Yes. Well, we'll wait. We'll, we'll be back in a minute. Um, but uh, moving on, Ball Talk, we also have this. This is a slip-up that occurred on a radio show on WFAN, which is a, a big-time sports station. WFAN and Mike Francesca. Francesca, Francesca. I honestly I don't know how to say his name correctly, but we'll say Mike Francesca. Francesca. Uh, is uh, anyway, he's he's a he's a sports announcer on there, and he was on the radio the other day discussing the Tennessee Titans' chance to end an NFL wild card bid in the playoffs. This is what he actually said instead. Um, nothing exciting to talk about in that game. Titans over the Buccaneers. They stay in the wild card hunt. Uh, in the wild card hunt, finally had a good game rushing. He had. 23 for 190. <laughs> and as it's noted in this article, which I found on Deadspin, the producer tries to tries to bleep it, tries to cut out the airways, but he did it too late. He cut out um, where he actually said the real thing. exciting to talk about in that game. Titans over the Buccaneers. They stay in the wild, hard con- uh, in the wild card hunt. Finally had See? a good game rushing. He had... Twenty-three for one ninety. And Titans over the Buccaneers. They stay in the wild card hunt. Uh, in the uh, wild card hunt. <laughs> Finally had a good game rushing. He had. <laughs> now that is over live radio. That is censored. That is under FCC rules. Unlike here. Buccaneers, they stay in the wild hard cunt, uh, in the uh, wild card hunt. So the Buccaneers are still in the wild hard cunt. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> oh man, that is all levels of awkward. Well, I just love the producer's, uh, you know, attempt to to. Uh, you know, to cut the audio, but he's just too late and cuts out the actual thing he was trying to say. Making it even more awkward that he just said wild hard cunt. Wild hard cunt. Wow. Hard cunt uh, in the uh, wild card hunt. Finally had a good... (laughs) (sighs) Oh, Rick Rutherford. Um, (laughs) Rick says... Mike Francesca should just play a clip of Greg saying Timecock. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That makes no sense at all. Well, at least you didn't say wild hard cunt. <laughs> wild hard cunt. 
What exactly is a wild card? What is hunt? he trying to say? Wild wild card wild, hunt. Wild card hunt. Wild card hunt. Yep. Wow, that is <laughs> that's just setting you up for disaster. It that kind of phrase. Is, I'm kind of surprised that that hasn't happened before. Yeah. Or at least that it hasn't been drawn. Maybe what's it a, has. What's a wild card hunt? Okay, wild card hunt has to do with the NFL playoffs. There are the division winners. So there's three divisions in each conference. Uh, the wild card is a team that isn't a division winner but can still actually still gets into the playoffs. Does that make sense at all? Yes. So generally it would be a division winner is guaranteed into the playoffs. Three division winners per conference. The wild card has to do with the team who has the next best record in the entire conference. Uh-huh. They get to be a wild card and get to make it into the playoffs. Oh, damn. Someone just sent in a thing and I just confirmed it. What? So, uh, comedian Patrice O'Neill just died. What? Really? Yeah. After oh, no. suffering a stroke back in October. So he had been, yeah, so he, uh, like he was on uh, the roast of Charlie Sheen. He was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, we just, we just had one of the comedians that was in mm-hmm. not very long ago was, uh, yeah, was talking about what, how, how funny Patrice O'Neill was. Yeah. 41 years old. <clears throat> oh, man. That's a bummer. That really sucks. Well, sorry to break that. I mean, this is one thing about being live. You know, we do have to break this news as it as it happens. So, um, Patrice O'Neill. Gosh, and Rick isn't even out of town. I know Rick's not out of town to be yeah. doing this uh, these terrible things, huh? What a bummer! That's so sad. Yeah. So young too, forty one. Well, that's kind of like I mean, when um, you know when Bernie Mac went too. I mean, Bernie Mac, I think he was fifty. Yeah, he was so. I remember that just like came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, but I did read something though about Bernie Mac where it did turn out that he. Like, a lot of his family died around that age, like his dad did, and I think his grandfather, too. It was something kind of weird where they all died. I remember they hearing all, something similar, yeah. Yeah, where they all died pretty young. But, well, that's too bad. Patrice O'Neill. So it, it said that he had a um, said that he had a stroke? Is that what uh, it said that he had a stroke. So I'm, it's not really specific. So it says uh, he suffered a stroke. It says comedian Pat- Patrice O'Neill died Monday night after suffering a stroke back in October. Okay. Well, because I guess, yeah, because the Charlie Sheen roast was at the end of September. Yeah. 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 End of September, beginning of September, somewhere in there. Yeah, but maybe the beginning. Yeah. All right. So then other people are saying that it's also a battle with diabetes. Okay. Yeah. Diabetes, too. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, that's, uh, that is, that is very that is unfortunate. Well, just so you guys know. Yeah. To Patrice O'Neill. Kenny says, see, you guys don't need me to bring things down. <laughs> that wasn't really us, Kenny. That wasn't, that wasn't us. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks, Kenny. Kenny's always the ray of sunshine. <laughs> Although Kenny did do something, uh, did, did do some good work. He sure did. So let's take it from a downswing to an upswing. All right. Well, should we talk about the, uh, the big news? <laughs> Confirmed. Confirmed. For Fun Employment Radio, this Thursday, live at funemploymentradio.com. Riz Darby from Murray. Flight of the Concords. Murray! Murray from Murray. Flight of the Concords. Motherfucking Murray! Murray will be joining us here live in studio. Those of you listening live get to be here. You get to be part of the show. You can send in your questions live. Mari, present? 
Present. Murray will be here. Fucking Murray. Oh, my God. I am so, 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 so excited. Yeah, me too. I am, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, seriously, I mean, mean, how many times have we quoted this guy on the show? We always quote him. Sarah, present. Greg, present. Unemployment Radio, present. Present. Fucking Murray. I can't stop saying fucking Murray. Thank you, Dr. Ross Stars, do you, fellas? You know what I want to watch the second season of Flight of the Concords because I've only seen the I own the first season. Do you? Uh, can I borrow the first season from you? Sure can. Because I've only I've only seen a couple episodes of the second season, but yeah, I, I it's been a long time since I've seen the entire first season. Oh god, yeah. Maybe we should play. Maybe we should play a couple Flight of the Concords songs today. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Murray. Present. 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 Jermaine. Present. Oh man, this guy. And I don't know exactly what he's like in person because he was also in. And I don't know if I'm saying his name correctly either. We'll have to look this up because it's R-H-Y-S. I don't know if that's Riz or Riss uh, Darby. I honestly am I'm not entirely sure. So we'll have to figure that out. I think it's out. Riz. I, that's what I thought it was, Riz Darby. All right, and someone, okay, so someone just wrote uh, first and last. Said, you guys always get comedians who play at Helium. Why is this different? Um, truth be told, we don't always get the comedians that play at Helium. It's kind of up to them if they want to come on or not. So that's why we're always excited when it happens mm-hmm. because it is, you know, it is up to the comedians when they choose to come on the show. Like we are always excited because, you know, you never know, it's particularly like bigger names as well. You know, right. like, you know, flight of the Concords is a fucking phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, uh, we are, we are very fortunate. You know, we have a good relationship where a lot of them do come on, but yeah, you know, every, every comedians, they can make their own choice. Yeah. I mean, they're not forced to do anything that they don't want to do. So I mean, yeah. I just like, cause we just, you know, like the, the Norm McDonald's of the world, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not really into, like, podcasts, so that's why he doesn't, you know, come on podcasts and do that kind of stuff. Because some of the comedians just choose not to do that. But fucking Murray. Yeah. Murray. Murray. Yeah, it's that's going to be awesome. Because I, I just want to see what it, uh, you know, what he's like in Murray. Because he was also in Pirate Radio. I have that. Okay, so Reese. Reese. Okay. So it's pronounced Reese. Okay. Well, I've got something here, too, that I think... Uh, might demonstrate if you're not exactly sure who Murray is. Um, let me see here if we can play this. I'll pull this up here. This is a, once again doing this live, but I think this might explain. New Zealand consulate, Murray Hewitt speaking. Do we have any gigs, Murray? Ah, oh, yes, I've got an answer for that. No. Come on, band meeting. Brett. Present. Jermaine. Present. Murray, present. You could have a bit of hay coming out your mouth. A little bit of hay. All the time? Yeah, to look cool. Hey, Brett. Yes. Jermaine. Yes. Murray, present. Now, what happened last night? What's this meeting about? Well, one of my CDs is missing. Um, David, when will this meeting actually begin? Oh, it's, um, it has begun. Let him do a roll call. What about another exclamation mark? I, I don't think that's necessary. Not necessary? No. It's good. I've told you, you know, when you're in a band, you don't get with your bandmate's girlfriend, past or present. Useful thanks for that. You get a love triangle, you know? Fleetwood Mac situation. Although there was four of them, so more of a love square, but, you know, no one gets on. OK, I see. Mind you, they did make some of their best music back then. Rumours? No. That's all true. Michael Jackson's off the wall? Yeah, whoa. I'll say he is. He's crazy. Off the planet. Isn't he going to freeze himself? Look. 
So anyway, there's there's some samplings of Murray. Heck yeah. God, yes, he is awesome. I am so excited. Uh, so Riz is pronounced Reese. Yeah. Reese. So getting confirmation from a few different people. Although somebody else just says Rise. I'm pretty sure I've heard it pronounced Reese before. So it's Reese Darby. Reese Darby. Reese Darby. But okay. we can but we can also look at other interviews and stuff and Yeah, see we'll, how we'll verify. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not gonna yeah. We'll, we'll, get we'll, we'll know what we're doing before then. But yeah. this was just confirmed today, and so we just wanted to make the announcement. So, so anybody I, listening live gets to hear this first. So uh, did you know, so I was looking at how old he was. Do you know that he was born in 1974? Dude, he's only three years older uh, older than you. Wow. I honestly thought he was a lot older I thought he that. was older, too. But, I mean, I think it's also the character that he plays. That's because, true. like, looking at pictures of him now, I mean, he looks significantly younger. He does play, like, the straight man character. Yeah, he does. Um, Yeah. Okay, so that's that's interesting to know that he is uh, he's that young. Kenny B is writing things just to try to ruin the show right now. That I'm just going to uh, we're going to ignore. Where's is he in Skype? He's in he's in our Fun Employment Radio uh, email. Oh, okay, chatting so that way. I can yeah. See it. Mm-hmm. Yes, Kenny is Kenny's trying to ruin things. Kenny always tries to ruin things. <laughs> um, Wait, so I have a song that we can play into the break. So do you want to um, grab some coffee and we're just going to play one fly of the Concord song and then we'll be right back. All right, one follow the Concord song. Yes, because I actually want to hear one right now yes. too. All right, we'll do that. We'll be back in just a second with more Fun Employment Radio. You're right. I do think a threesome would bring us closer together. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio. <sighs> Ma, I am so creepy. What were you gonna say? I'm so creepy. Yeah, you are. That is so... I love voice modulators. Oh, my God. I think you've fully successfully overtaken any no, uh, I idea that, that I would sorry, be creepy. I'm sorry. I think we're both creepy, so I think you're just going to have to... I that. think you've kind of overtaken in the last I couple of days. Really, I don't know, Time Cox. Well, I think, think this it. is... Uh, <laughs> that was a mistake. That was that was not being creepy. Uh, it, this was is, in your ho- it was in your mind. No, no. I think this is something that, uh, you know... It's creepy business. Sarah. Hashtag Creepy Sarah. That's all I'm saying. Murray. Reese Darby. Reese Darby. Present on Thursday on FunEmploymentRadio.com. I wonder if he's okay with uh, talking about... Uh, well, this will be two members of Flight of the Concords that we've had on. Oh, yeah, two, two cast members. Yeah. Because uh, we had Arge Barker on as mm-hmm. well a while back, which you can go back to the uh, archives and listen to that one. Um but uh, yeah, so that that's too. Now we just need to get the uh, the two main guys. Gosh, and Jermaine I want to meet um, Britt more than ever because he wrote. Okay, so oh, one of the other things about the Muppet movie, really quick, mm-hmm. is that uh, what's his name? Britt, not Britt Daniels. That's from Spoon. Um, Britt, whatever his name is. Um, anyway, Britt from Flight of the Concords. Yeah, I don't know what his last name he is. He wrote a bunch of the songs in the Muppet movie. Okay, and you can totally tell too. It's, oh, really? Uh, it's, but in like the best way possible. It is like they are hilarious. Some like these songs in this movie are so good. There's a song called "Am I a Muppet or a Man," which is <laughs> hands down one of the greatest songs I have ever heard. It is genius. That's awesome. Genius. That's awesome. Genius. All right. Yeah, I may have to go see that's uh, that tonight. Um, let's see. It looks like our one of our international listeners is commenting on Skype. Um, which you can go to comment uh, with us as well on Skype. Our Brett handle is McKinsey. Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, Eric. Brett not McKinsey. Chicago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, not the asshole from Chicago. Um, no, this is uh, Ryan from the UK. Now, okay, we've got a couple of uh, listeners from Great Britain that are listening right now. So can you guys tell us, have you ever heard of the band Elbow and why Elbow would be a band that uh, would be chosen for the London Olympics 2012 theme? 
Yes, because I want yeah, I want to know what this band elbow is. Yeah, because I don't really understand. Don't really understand. Present. Um, present. We're both yeah. present. We are both present. Kind of. Yes. So there we go. You know what? I was wrong about. But I guess um, you know some astigmatisms can be shaped like eggs, but mostly they're shaped <laughs> like footballs. I've got a football eye. <laughs> Wait, if your eye was shaped like a football, wouldn't it be very elongated and come to a point? Does your eye no, come to a point? Let like... me see your side profile. Let me see your side profile. Does your eye come out? It doesn't. Does your eyeball goes, come out like a point? It's like a, like a football, like pushed into the you eye. Like a... the like the pointy sides are inside of my head. You really have kind of a freak eye going on there. I know. My it runs in my family astigmatism. I think maybe you should be wearing your glasses. It you just said you my... want to wear your glasses to look smarter, but then you don't want to wear them sometimes. So you want to look not as smart. I don't want the problems that go on with glasses. Like I don't want to, you know, be walking in the rain and then like you know not be able to see because I'm wearing like a windshield on my face. <sighs> Have you ever worn glasses in the rain? They don't really fog up and become. Yes, they do. I've worn glasses. That can happen, but how likely is that to happen? How often are you walking in the rain? I walk in the rain a lot. I like to walk. I'm a walker. I walk around in Portland, Oregon. I walk around in Portland, Oregon as well. Well, yeah, but But I'm not, like, afraid of the rain. I am not afraid of the rain. I am not afraid of the rain. I don't like running in the rain. That is the difference. I don't like going running in the rain because I'm already going to be hot and sweaty. I don't need to be wet on top of it. You know what I love is bike riding in the rain. That is one of my favorite things. That to is do. miserable because oh, it's you're so fun. In, no, I will do that, but yeah, but then you're completely soaked by the time you get somewhere. It's that's the and fun then you of get it. sick. No, that it's not fun. Then you don't when get it's, sick, then you take off your wet clothes and go and get into a hot shower. You do. You can't always get take off your wet. Cl- Where are you riding your bike from? That you're going to be? Are you? Oh, are we talking about like a bike ride? I'm talking about just going for a bike ride, like a, a bike ride where you're bike riding your bike back home. No, no, no. Kelsey and I have actually ridden our bikes, gone for proper, like on purpose, bike rides in the rain. <laughs> Not for a destination, but just for literally for going to ride bikes in the rain. Why? Because it's fun. What is fun about that? It makes you that? feel like a kid again. It's so fun. It makes right you through... feel like a kid. It well, does. you are old. I guess that does oh. kind of make sense. No, but it's awesome because um, – oh, wait. I think we're getting a phone call actually. Okay. Well, we'll because get that I, I'm just sad that you don't appreciate that because it's quite special. I don't know about this. Um, hello, caller. Are you there? Hi. It's Ryan. Hello. And I wanted – I wanted to say that how excited I am for you guys that you have a live stream now. And I, is this going to be more of a tradition that you're going to also be uh, broadcasting in the mornings as well on Tuesdays, Thursdays? Well, we're actually working on that uh, right now. Thursdays, we will be broadcasting in the morning. Um, this is something that we we're going to talk about most likely uh, starting next week. Yes. It will be 4 p.m. Uh, every day except for Thursday. Okay. Uh, It's kind of exciting for us uh, in very different time zones when you guys broadcast in the morning because it makes it much easier to, I guess, listen to you live rather than just the podcast. All right. Well, maybe we'll have to take that into consideration as well. Yeah, absolutely. That is something to take into consideration. Well, what time zone are you listening from, Ryan? Uh, I'm I'm calling from London, so (gasps) it's it's, uh, 6.20 right now. Holy shit. What are you doing in London? Uh, I work there. I I was a longtime listener of the Rick Emerson. Oh. Uh, when you guys split off, and that was quite fun, and, and uh, I'm friends with Seamus, so it's awesome. kind of... Awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for calling, Ryan, and thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, and uh, congratulations, you guys. It's uh, a new chapter. Thank you very much. We are, we are really excited. So you're over in the UK. What do you think of the band Elbow? Uh, you know, Elbow, uh, people talk about Elbow, but they don't seem to... 
Uh, I mean, people actually talk more about some of the other bands than Elbow, so I would say I'm underwhelmed. Okay, so they're okay. they're pretty popular, though. Yeah, people talk about them. In fact, uh, people make jokes about them uh, when friends have tickets. So I guess <laughs> they're big enough to mocked by certain people. So I guess that's good. Awesome. All right, fair enough. So possibly the UK's right. version of Nickelback. Well, enjoy Elbow, guys. We'll <laughs> All right, thanks, Ryan. All right, thank you. Oh, that's awesome. That is very cool. Yay. <laughs> All right, someone was writing me and said, Sarah, I've worn glasses since I was five, and I live in Seattle. Rain is no big deal. <laughs> Seriously, it's yeah. Totally because you're talking about, I mean, how many people do you see wear glasses here in Portland? There's a lot of people with glasses. A lot of people wear glasses. Somehow they get away with wearing their glasses You know what I kind of feel like? I kind of feel like when I wear my glasses that I'm part of, like, a secret society. Like, I look at people and it's like, hey, you're wearing glasses? A uh, society glasses. of people whose eyes are maladjusted? Who have egg-shaped eyes just like me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if secret club would be the right term. Is that why you used to buy fake glasses so that you could try to fit no, in? No, it's because I just tried. I don't know why, because I felt like they tied into my outfits. That's, yeah. I, I'm, I I'm not a fan like of the fake glasses. Why don't you explain, like, how you were, like, why you did what you did when you were 19 years old? There's no explaining. I, I, I'm not that person anymore. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know why I have to do any explaining. I didn't. I didn't wear fake glasses oh, when I was nineteen. Oh, you know why? I remember a, a, one of the reasons is that I did want to look older, because it might or might not have been when somebody legally distinct from me had a fake ID and was going into bars. So that's why you would wear glasses. Mm. Well, but since the you know if this person legally distinct from me didn't quite look like me, but you have if you have something that covers a little bit of your face. Okay, I can. Okay, I can go along yeah. with that. That's that was the big reason. I don't think. I think you're just making that reason. No, up no, right I'm now. not. No, I'm just. Re- I'm remembering now why I did it. Mm, I think. Yeah, I think there's more to that story that you're not telling. So you think that glasses make you look older and smarter? Well, now that I'm older, I think they just make me look smarter. Okay. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to put them on. My eyes actually hurting. <laughs> you uh, sound like your body is falling apart. Thanks, Greg. Well, no, I mean, just from what you've been talking about today, you've got a roll of roll of toilet paper on the uh, table that you've been slowly wiping your nose through. What are you, about halfway through that thing? Got about two feet of it left? Yeah. Okay. Um, and by the way, they're still piling back up on the table over there. Well, You're, what am I right. supposed to do? We're We're doing a show. Well, there is the floor instead of the table. Um, and that then, just seems more wrong. I don't know. Why is that? Why would that be more wrong to pile up your used Kleenex on the floor rather than on the table where you're putting your hands and where people work? I like your little hand dance. That was right my there. hand dance. Nobody can see my hand yeah. dance. I'm just saying that's. Uh, I, I think it would be more appropriate to pile them up on the floor. Piling up your snot rigs. But then on top of it, you have a football-shaped eye. I do. I am a conundrum. How bad is your sight? I don't know. I know that my like, left Okay, we have, a, uh, we have a, uh, like a dry erase board, just for anybody listening, that's probably about, I don't know, seven feet from our desk. And there are some I mean, things I can see everything. My eyes aren't that bad. Can you see, can you read what's on that board? Yeah. When you, uh, when you take your glasses oh, yeah. off? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not that bad. It's just everything just becomes um, 
clear. Like, it's like I'm looking at things. You know what it is? It's like when I'm not wearing my glasses, I'm looking at, like, a regular television. And when I do put on my glasses, it's like I'm seeing a high-def channel. Oh, okay. That's what, it, that's what it is. Like, I can see everything just fine. Like, everything looks fine. But when I put on my glasses, everything is high-definition. Okay. So it's more clear. Okay. All right. Very well, then. This makes a little bit of sense. Not, not a whole lot. Craig just says, God can see your hand dance, Greg. <laughs> Who says this? <laughs> Craig. Oh, it says, God can see my hand dance. <laughs> All right. HG glasses. <laughs> All right. Do we, have any, uh, do we have any World of Crazy? I don't know. A little bit crazier than... I don't know than... football-shaped eye wants to give you any World of Crazy. <laughs> With your freakish football-shaped eye. Let me see your side profile again. Can I see it? No. You can't. It's not like that, Greg. Is it just like a cone? Like a cone coming out of your eye? You know, you can just shut the fuck up. So, no. I mean, my eyes aren't perfect either. Like I said, I do have glasses I just don't wear. Can I finish my sentence really quick? So, so if you have an astigmatism in your eye, it's oddly shaped. Like, it can be oddly shaped. So, therefore, when you focus, instead of focusing clearly, it focuses blurry, which is why it needs to be corrected. And over time, it just gets worse. So. But a lot of people with astigmatisms have bifocals. Do you have bifocals? Yes, Greg. I have bifocals. I don't know. Yes. Do you see? Yes. You see me every day, and you see my vast collection of bifocals. You don't wear your glasses. How do I know if those lenses are bifocals or not? You can't tell looking at me right now if these are bifocals. Uh, you're kind of in weird lighting. Your glasses are like reflecting things back at me. Are you? Actually, I can read your computer screen from <laughs> from your glasses right now. Oh, that is kind of weird. I can see what you're looking at. You're looking at uh, you're Porn. looking at the chat. <laughs> I am. If someone and just said, "If you get sir, if you get hit in the eye, does that count as a touchdown?" <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Breaking news! Conrad Murray has been sentenced in the death of Michael Jackson. And he is receiving four years in prison. Wow. Conrad Murray sentenced on Tuesday to four years behind bars for his role in the death of the pop superstar. So it's saying that uh, he could only serve half of those four years, though, because of overcrowding in California jails. Was that wow as, like, you expected more or you expected less? Uh, I expected less. Because it, I mean, and I, I apologize, I didn't follow this all that closely. Me um, but he was found guilty of being negligent. He was convicted of involuntary manslaughter early this month after a six-week trial that presented the most detailed account yet of Jackson's final hours and how the 58-year-old cardiologist administered the power anesthetic propofol to treat the superstar's chronic insomnia. So because he gave him the drugs, they're saying that it's involuntary manslaughter. Prosecutors asked the Superior Court judge uh, to sentence Murray to the maximum four-year term while defense attorneys wanted probation for the cardiologist. Um, So, yeah, it looks like uh, Murray declined to testify during his trial but participated in a documentary in which he didn't consider himself guilty of any crime and blamed Jackson for entrapping him into administrating the drug. So uh, in their sentencing, prosecutors cited Murray's own statements to push him to receive the maximum term. They also want him to pay restitution to the singer's three children, Prince Paris and Blanket. It's unlikely that uh, Murray can pay any sizable sum, including the $1.8 million cost of Michael Jackson's funeral. He was deeply in debt when he agreed to serve as Jackson's personal physician for $150,000 a month. And the singer died before Murray received any of that money. 
So he didn't get paid anything, and now he's and now going he's to jail for four years, years in jail. Well, I mean, if I mean, it's that is that a fair sentence? I'm curious what people think who have followed this case. I mean, is you that know, seem... I I don't look at Michael Jackson with stars in my eyes. I don't. I, I don't either. I like when he died. I didn't think like the death of a pop superstar. I was just thinking of oh that you know creepy guy. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I understand, and let's like, yeah, let's like go into the whole like, yes, he's a he has a pop sensation. He had some great music. He was a great musician. Blah blah blah. He was very talented. Yes. Very talented. Very but talented I mean, man. But it's like, it, it's like it was he didn't com- walk on water. No, it was know? like it, that was all completely wiped away, and so I think people are just kind of looking for somebody to punish because he was taken away. But I mean, it's not like Michael Jackson didn't do a lot of that to himself. You know, I mean, I wonder why he was willing to pay Conrad Murray one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month to be his personal physician. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's looking for a very legitimate source for his uh, medications. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's clearly it's a, like a really sad thing. Yes. We all know that. Yes, well, yeah. very sad thing. Particularly since he has children and you know, big yeah. family. But uh, God, nobody made him cut up his face like that, and nobody made him do all these other things. And I know this is taboo. I have some friends that are really, really into Michael Jackson, yes. and would be very upset, like if you say anything. That's why I don't talk to people about, about Michael Jackson. Read Keelan; he's already writing stuff. <laughs> oh, is Keelan already writing yes. about Michael Jackson? For uh, someone to punish, okay. All right, well, Keelan's, you know, that's sure. I know, and everyone has their own opinion. God, talking about Michael Jackson is like talking about abortion. People get, like, really up in arms about, like, what they think about it. Yeah, yeah. And it's true. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Like, nobody knows Absolutely. what happened in that room. Absolutely. And, and you know, and, and clearly the guys, you know, the guys are being sentenced to jail. So anybody who's upset, you know, about uh, about his I mean, death, I mean, the, the guy's going to jail for four years. Well, so. and obviously, you know, like, with the whole Casey Anthony thing, you know, like, the reason that she got off is there wasn't enough proof. So, obviously... You know, there had to be some sort of proof to be able to put Conor sure. Murray behind bars for the, you know, the maximum sentence. Sure. And not knowing about it, you know, I'm going to trust the justice system on this one. And, okay, B.A.O., he's getting his four years, so he's getting what, what he deserved. Um, I'm just saying, I don't know. I guess maybe we should maybe we should skip it, but I just want to say Michael Jackson was not a saint. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy, the guy was not the most amazing person to have ever existed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He put out some good music. He was a pop sensation. Mm. He broke some boundaries. And he was kind of a creep in real life. You know I mean, song, you know. You know what song I really, really like that I've been hearing a lot on my uh, Wilson Phillips Pandora station? Is they keep playing Man in the Mirror. Yo, that song's being played everywhere it's lately. Everywhere. Yeah. And I just fucking love that song. Yeah. It has a great message. Caitlin <laughs> just wrote, he broke some boundaries. LOL. Well, because... No, get the... Get that. Get it? Mm, yes, I do. Hey, Greg. Attention, Greg Nibbler. Mm-hmm. This comes from your proud alma mater. Oregon State University. Headline reads... Fraternity members charged with stealing people's Christmas trees. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. Five Mensa-level Oregon State University frat members were arrested on Sunday night after they allegedly cut down trees at the Harding Center. Police were patrolling the area when they noticed three males running and then hiding behind a large bush in front of the building. The three frat boys indeed admitted to cutting down a 20-foot blue spruce along with two other men. So I guess this was, this was supposed to be a Christmas tree for somebody else and they decided to cut it down and steal it. <laughs> What uh, what fraternity was this? Uh, let's see. They were in Sigma Alpha Epsilon. They're okay. SAEs. Okay. Well, typical. 
<laughs> I was not in SAE, so I don't know. Cut down. <laughs> Jackasses. The sergeant in charge of the case said they wanted to use it as their own personal Christmas tree. You know, a Christmas tree costs like 20 bucks in Oregon. <laughs> I'm, I could imagine they could, they could probably come up with the $20. A representative from the place where they took the Christmas tree said, it's really sad and unfortunate that kids have to go and do these kind of things. <laughs> when called, no one answered the phone Monday at the frat house. Oh, I would imagine not. Well, mainly they're going to be in a lot of trouble because they got caught. If they hadn't gotten caught, that thing would be up in that house right now. Oh, yeah. It's not like they would have brought it back and then somebody would have said, wait a minute. Where's my Some tree? upstanding citizen of fraternity. Also, going along with the um, joy of the holiday spirit of Christmas, a woman has been stabbed with a Christmas ornament. Oh. This is in Southington. Oh, she's alive. Okay. This is in Southington, Connecticut. Uh, police have arrested a local woman accused of stealing items at a weekend Christmas craft fair and then stabbing a woman in the arm with an ornament as she was fleeing police. So this woman, her name is fi- uh, Ruth Wagner, 55 years old, of Plantsville, Connecticut. She's been charged with first-degree robbery, second-degree assault, first-degree reckless endangerment, sixth-degree larceny, and breach of peace. That is a that is a lot of things. For stabbing someone in the arm with a Christmas ornament. Yeah. Police say Wagner was arrested on Sunday afternoon at the Aqua Turf Banquet Hall, where the Christmas craft fair was being held, and was captured after she stabbed a woman in the arm with the ornament that she had just stolen from her craft table. <laughs> so does it... Now, why was it that she stabbed... I don't know. She doesn't say why? There is no reason. She just picked it up and stabbed? Stabbed this person? Sometimes people feel a little stabby, Greg, I guess. All right. All right, about the OSU thing, somebody just wrote and said, they're beavers, Sarah. They're dams to be built. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) And finally, my... What? Oh, I'm just saying. I'm. I. Uh... Kids will be kids. Sometimes they take things. Sometimes they take things. Yeah, we're gonna stay. Oh, I'm just saying. Okay. This, this is what you're doing. This All happens. Right. And finally, a 30-year-old man from Fort Walton Beach has been arrested on charges of loitering and prowling. Now, this is the stories you know, kind of. Typical creepy loitering, except for one particular thing that he does, which is the creepiest phrase that I've read in a long time. So over the past few weeks leading up to the man's arrest, multiple residents living on or near Emerald Drive in Fort Walton Beach reported a strange man knocking on their doors late at night. Many individuals reported being frightened by the man's actions. So according to an uh, Okaloosa County Sheriff's arrest report, a homeowner called deputies saying a man had knocked on her door late at night. The man said... Uh, that when he, let's see, so the homeowner called, and the homeowner said when he looked outside, a man was standing on his porch staring at him, rocking his hands back and forth as if he had a baby in his arms, <laughs> which kidding. he did not. That is disturbing. That sounds like something from an American Horror Story. The man was found by deputies a few minutes later, and when asked what he was doing late at night, he said he was knocking on doors just trying to get money. No explanation of why he what? was rocking an invisible baby. Did he say anything to them when they opened the door? Did- no, he just, he just stood there, there and would pretend to rock a rock baby. His invisible baby. And wanted them to hand him money. How many doors did he do this to? I don't know. It said it had been going on for a few weeks. Wait, so a few weeks. So at least several times probably to one house, this guy showed up pretending to rock a baby and just stared. What did they do? 
Did they just close the door on him? I I don't know if they opened the door because maybe they looked through the peepholes and saw the um, you know saw a crazy man cradling an invisible baby. I mean, there's a there's a few you know. It's Portland. You're always going to get a, a random nut job that'll come up to your door. I mean, that'll, that'll just happen. But if the same person showed up several times pretending to rock a baby on my front porch and didn't say anything, I would be a little bit disturbed. I probably would have called the police um, maybe the second time that happened. The first time, I would have been like, what the fuck? What do you want? And if it, if he just turned around and walked off, I'd be a little creeped out. I might not call the cops, though. So. Yeah. Uh, if he started saying really creepy, weird things to me. Might call the cops the first time, but definitely if he showed up the second time and did this without saying a word, pretending to rock a baby that does not exist. The guy needs some help, if nothing else. If not, he's going to, uh, yeah, break into your house and make you his baby. I don't know. There's just something something disturbing is going to happen. That's not a good thing. Kilo has a good point, though. Hell, the meth heads never pretend to rock a baby, and you still call the cops on them. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah. If one of the meth heads showed up by, at the front door pretending to rock a baby that didn't exist and didn't say a word and just stared, I would be calling the police. Say what you will. I, uh, I would be calling the police on that. Uh, never mind. No, I wouldn't do it. I was going to say, I kind of want to do that just to see what somebody's reaction would be, but no. I don't want to go to jail. That's real crazy. Oh, okay. Rocking an invisible baby. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's bothersome. <laughs> what are you laughing at now? Just the rocking the invisible baby. Just the idea of somebody showing up on your doorstep rocking mm. an invisible baby. No, well, thank God, like nobody usually. <clears throat> well, you're lucky because you're in your apartment complex. That way, you can't actually. Um, nobody can actually come to your front door. Except for that damn PG person that one time. Well, and also the uh, guy who would leave soup for you. <gasps> yeah, but he's long gone. Oh, he's not there anymore. No, remember soup he man. Was, yeah, he oh, was yeah, that's right. Ago. Yeah, the guy that was. <laughs> and you ate the soup, didn't you? I ate the first one. And I was fine. It was really good because he owns and actually a pretty well-known soup company here in town. Well, that's fine. And I trust my 99%. I'm sure this was fine. He was just trying to be friendly or maybe he's trying to flirt with you or something like that. But um, I still probably wouldn't eat the soup that was left on my doorstep. Well, do you know what's awkward is like when somebody tries to be nice to you and just because you don't want to go out with them, all of a sudden they start to be a little weird to you. Like what do you mean? Like like when I – um. Like, when I'd leave me soup, what's funny is, like, oh, yeah, we should go grab a drink sometime. And I did, like, the polite, you know, like, oh, yeah, sure, sounds good. But, you know, like, but you can tell when somebody says that and doesn't mean it. Uh-huh. You know, because like, I just felt awkward because he put me on the spot, you know, and I have all my shit and I'm getting ready to, like, come to the show or something. I'm like, okay. This was soup guy? Yeah, soup guy. And then, you know, the more and more times, uh, you know, like, I just didn't talk to him. And, like, whenever I'd see him, I'd be in a rush and be like, oh, hi. And I think he just got, like, pissed at it. And so he just started being kind of, like, not very nice to me. And I'm like, I'm sorry that I'm making you mad, soup guy. I'm just. You know, I thought you were giving you get, me soup because you were nice, not because you wanted to... Nobody's going to give you soup just because they're nice. No. Well, I mean, that could happen, I suppose, but I don't... Strangers aren't going to give you soup just to be nice. Strangers are giving you soup because they want something. No, not if you're... No, if you're helping people out. No, nobody's, nobody's doing that. No, the, that, he, he was clearly... I mean, I'm just surprised that you didn't see that he was wanting something out of that. 
Well, I just didn't. Do you think he was just nice? I mean, nobody just leaves random tubs of soup at someone's door unless they're angling for something. <laughs> so I'm just, if it's not a soup kitchen, the soup ain't free. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Next time I'm trying to court a lady, I'm just going to leave a tub of soup at her front door. I love you, soup. Someone wants to know, do, to you, make out. do you have a lot of experience giving the gift of soup, Greg? <laughs> no, I do not. No, I do not. Well, tomorrow we'll be back in the afternoon. We will be. And then Thursday motherfucking morning. Yes, indeed. Murray will be joining us live on Thursday morning. Yes. This is a... Reese Darby. Reese Darby. Reese Darby. Um, yes, we'll be joining us live. Oh, that's so, going to be so awesome. Yes. But we do have, so, yeah, but we do have something else to do really quick, right? Uh, we do. I did want to say for anybody who wants to send in their questions, please send those in if you have any questions for Reese Darby. And uh, of course, just listen live and you can ask the questions as we go, which would be perfect. But yes, we do have a happy birthday. We want to give a big happy birthday to, to listen to Rick. To Rick. Happy, happy birthday, Rick. And we know that you're listening right now, and we love you long time, and happy birthday. That was just, I guess they're really close in birthdays, because Gracie, his dog that I painted, um, his dog's birthday was just a few days ago, too. Well, there we go. A little, not sure how that correlates, but there's some, there's some new trivia knowledge about listener Rick, who also says, Rock the Baby sounds like code for masturbation. Yes, it does. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Rick. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, damn right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right. Well, should we go ahead and wrap up uh, for the day? I think we've got some more songs, too, that we're going to play. Yes. Uh, to go along with. I have another. Um, there's a request from a listener, so I'm going to be playing one more Flight of the Concord song. Okay. Well, and we'll be here uh, for a couple more minutes. Just If you do have any requests, please send those in to yes. – uh, just send them in on the chat. Like, I believe Lego if, – if Lego's there, I know that um, they wanted to listen to a particular Phantom of the Opera song. Not the one that I've been playing, but I guess because I always play the intro to – I'm just saying, like – I really need to bring in my music. You really do. Yeah, I, I think that I'll be taking care of that today so that we have a little bit more mm-hmm. more selection in here. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-928-7995. And uh, our old number still works, too, just fine. Uh, you, can, you can also give us a call there. Our address is 4110 Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard, Suite 207, Portland, Oregon, 97214. I know a lot of people have been asking for that. Um... So there it is. Tomorrow on the show, we will be back live at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Tune in. I believe we will be having a special guest in the studio. Yes. And also on Thursday, Reese Darby from Flight of the Concords joining us in the morning. You don't want to miss that. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Subscribe to Fun Employment Radio at funemploymentradio.com slash live, where you can listen live, chat with us, and call just like all... Well, all the amazing people that we've been talking about. All oh, yeah. It's awesome. Seriously, you guys will love it if you have not done it yet. Uh, all right. I think that's about it. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.
too many. You guys are dorking up my vibe with all the dicks. We need to spread the dicks out a little bit, create some lady space. Come on, move apart, guys. Spread them out. This isn't the river dance anymore. Over there, now. There's too many dicks on the dance floor. Get out with the count rods. Too many men, too many boys, too many mistresses. I'm the 